0: interim
1: CEO, Mr. Bill Murdoch. Good morning, Bill. Good morning. And also with us is um, Patrick Osterman. Good morning, Pat. Good morning. Good to see you, sir. You too. Yeah. Uh, So we brought Bill in today. It's so good to meet you, Bill.
2: Well, thank you for having us here. We're uh, excited to be here with you.
1: Yeah. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Yes. um, I've been uh, interim CEO at McDonough District Hospital now for about a month, but I've been with the organization almost five years now. Uh, spent my whole professional career in healthcare, a little over 30 years. Uh, from the area, grew up outside of Galesburg. Uh, my wife's from Macomb. She's a bomber and a leatherneck. I'm also uh, graduated from Western Illinois, as, along with uh, two of our four kids. Also graduated from Western Illinois. So um, excited for uh, my new opportunities and challenges that we're facing in healthcare right now. Uh, but. Uh, Anyway, thanks again for having me.
1: Of course. What a great story, and glad that you're able to be a part of the team. And yeah, healthcare is changing so much. You know, 30 years, you saw a lot of changes. Would you say, though, you've seen more changes in the last five years than you did in the first 25?
2: Oh, I think the pace of change in healthcare is just getting greater and greater every day. I think COVID's kind of um, heightened that uh, change in. Uh, a call to action for us to be more flexible and nimble uh, in healthcare to meet uh, to meet the needs of the community and and the industry.
1: What do you see as the needs for our local area?
2: Well, right, you know, healthcare right now is challenged by labor, uh, and there's really not a lot of labor to go after right now. So I think what we're exploring at McDonough District is uh, artificial intelligence and seeing how that could supplement uh, some of our labor shortages. Uh, There's always a need for labor, um, high quality labor, uh, but they're just not out there. So we gotta find other means to meet the healthcare needs of the community. And uh, I believe artificial intelligence is one avenue to do that.
1: Okay, can you give us an example of how AI might be used in healthcare?
2: Well, sure, yeah. a couple great examples that we've witnessed um, there's, there's uh, software out there now where they could listen to the patient and the doctor conversation and it automatically translated into a, a medical record uh, and then it can also um, also d- on the back end on the billing cycle we can do a lot of automation there rather than doing phone calls you uh, can generate statements automatically There's a lot of behind the scenes things uh, that artificial intelligence can help us out with. Now, obviously it won't take care of the hands-on personal feel, but there's a lot of back back end stuff that we could uh, implement to uh, improve efficiencies and processes.
1: Yeah, labor certainly is a challenge and it's been that way for all industries, ironically, since uh, COVID, not just healthcare, but we're, we're seeing unique ways that people are starting to reach out to younger people, starting that process early on, exposing them to the great ideas of being a nurse, a doctor, specialty, all of those different fields.
2: Yes, that's correct. Um, Last Thursday, uh, Pat was part of it. Uh, We had a nursing mixer. Uh, To your point, yes, we have to grow our own. Um, And by doing that, we build a great culture and uh, a passionate uh, workforce that want to uh, keep us moving to the next level.
1: Okay, some of the unique changes that have come to MDH since COVID, we have a clinic at Monmouth now.
2: Yes, we're very excited to be in Monmouth now Um, and that was to fill a void. We have a lot of patients coming from the Monmouth area uh, going down to Macomb and we just felt uh, why don't we go to the patients, be convenient for them. Uh, So we've had the clinic out here for a little over a year now uh, and that of business is steadily increasing Uh, we have solid uh, key employees out there that are doing a wonderful job for us and uh, keep building uh, relationships with the community that way
1: Okay. And uh, Pat, real quick, do you want to tell us about the nurse practitioner that's there?
0: Yeah, Christina Chambers. uh, She just joined us around the start of December, um, working full-time in the Monmouth Clinic for the convenience clinic. Again, just as a reminder, that's Monday through Friday, walk-in appointments only. Uh, But we can't also forget about our sports med and rehab, too. Uh, Lori Fox, many of the people in Monmouth uh, are familiar with Lori, know of her. Um, She's running Point out there for our uh, physical therapy side again that's monday through friday uh, that you do have to schedule an appointment uh, but you can call the clinic um, just right there across the street from mcdonald's and across the street from casey's right there in the corner America suite um, what i call the little plaza area yeah, uh, yeah. suites b and c there but yeah monmouth clinic's just been going really well and one of the things that we've tried to do since being in the community is be a part of the community you know we were talking off air, Vanessa, with Monmouth Chamber. You know, we're proud to be a sponsor of the Monmouth Chamber of Commerce, but also now being active with the schools. You know, we, we like to support Monmouth Roseville High School, United High School, uh, especially from the athletic side of things. What can we do um, to help support the student athletes, but really, as a broader picture, just be a part of the community and help take uh, care of the community from with their health care needs?
1: Okay. And uh, Mr. Murdoch, uh, Bill, who's our interim CEO with McDonough District Hospital. So, Bill, other changes have come. So now there's a convenient drive-through clinic.
2: Yeah. Or pharmacy, I should uh, say. Pharmacy, yeah. Sorry, my COVID,
1: <laughs> you're talking COVID. Back oh. to the COVID drive-throughs, goodness.
2: Well, we do have a, a drive-through um, COVID testing and lab draw station that, that came out of COVID. Uh, we saw the need for that, where people, we wanted to. Um, Keep people from coming in the hospital, you know, with the COVID virus and everything. So we we built the drive-through facility for that. But then also, what you mentioned, uh, Vanessa, we're right in the middle of constructing a new uh, drive-through retail pharmacy. Uh, We're very excited about that project. It's scheduled to be completed uh, the end of May, first part of June, and then we'll have to go through licensing and inspections and all that. So probably sometime early fall before we get it up and running. But we're very excited to. Uh, keep on with that theme of patient convenience. They can just walk right out of the clinic, get in their car, drive through their, the pharmacy, get their uh, prescriptions and, and go on home. So.
1: And this probably helps with refills as well because if you're going to a particular, you, know, you only have so many refills on, right. on one prescription and say you're, you have a doctor here or there, you have to get an appointment In order to get that refilled again but this you're going to have everything on the same campus
2: we're going to have everything on the same campus and we want all those refills to come due at the same time so you're not you know i i don't know how many times where i've had my prescriptions filled and like two days later i got another one that just comes due so we're trying to get everything all coordinated at one time so you're not making multiple trips to the pharmacy so we're uh, we're hoping for a smooth transition there
1: goals for 2024.
2: Well, obviously, is the retail pharmacy. Get that going. Mm-hmm. Uh, continue to be a presence here in Monmouth with the convenience clinic and the sports uh, rehab that Pat mentioned. Uh, we really want to, you know, uh, connect and reestablish with all of our communities that we're in. Uh, we just feel there's uh, we need their support. We need the community's support, and we want to support the community at the same time. So there's a great partnership amongst all of our communities that we operate in.
1: And what's the history behind MDH? How long has it been a part of the Macomb community?
2: Oh, I think they were open 1958, right, Pat? Been a while, haven't Yeah, it? 1958. So it's a it's uh, actually owned by the county, McDonough County, um, but it operates independently from the county uh, as a standalone organization. Uh, but uh, besides the retail pharmacy, you know, we want to... Um, continue recruiting uh, physicians. Uh, We have, we just had a new director of uh, uh, medical clinic start. Uh, She came from Maryland. She brings a lot of great experience and and, uh, excitement to the organization as well. Uh, We just hired a new uh, director for the retail pharmacy. Uh, She's going to be instrumental in getting us up and running and and keeping us on track for uh, so we have a successful opening for the for that pharmacy okay yeah.
1: S- sounds like you uh you're moving things in the right direction bill
2: we're trying to <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> yeah. well it's
1: a lot to do i right. mean healthcare right, right now is so fast yeah ever changing always something to be anticipating around the corner to be looking out for because it's just a challenge
2: right right and one thing we're you know um healthcare is a high capital needs um organization and right now we're looking at a new ct we're looking at upgrading our mri so that's just the normal uh capital needs that we're looking at here but there's always these outside things like the retail pharmacy you know that's an eight million dollar project for us so that's a, that's a big capital appetite uh but yes you're you're absolutely correct there's a lot of change going on but you know that's the way healthcare is if we're not changing we're not growing and and uh, we're not providing the best service for everybody
1: okay well thank you for being here today i really appreciate it
2: well thank you thank you again yeah. for having us
1: real quick uh, pat for our Western graduates, or those interested in the new conference, give us a quick Reader's Digest version of WIU men's and women's basketball.
0: Well, I missed watching the games on Saturday. Uh, the women's game, from what I did see, uh, J.D. Gravina, head coach, and I was actually working at Western when we hired J.D., so I've known him ever since the start. Uh, just became the winningest all-time coach in women's basketball history, so wow. congratulations to J.D., Uh Women are doing well. They're in the upper half of the Ohio Valley Conference. The men, even though they did fall to league-leading Moorhead State, they're just a game behind Moorhead State for first place. So they're doing really well. Coach Chad Boudreau uh, really got things rolling. Um, So hopefully they can continue strong and make that run into the uh, OVC tournament. And then hopefully, you know, it would be great to see them celebrate an NCAA tournament berth. So it's one of those things you always would love to see. Western's never been there before on the men's side. Uh, women it's been 2017 since they've made there so that would be great to see them um, I know you were just talking earlier on with the Monma side overheard them talk about baseball and softball I know Western's baseball and softball they started practice and uh, new baseball coach uh, Terry Davis met him a few times looking for great things uh, from Leatherneck Baseball this year too and uh, softball is now going to be challenging in the OVC again.
1: Okay well thanks for the update we do have folks who of course have gone to WIU and and uh we've got a lot of local students going there as well
0: well we can give you a health care update and then now we can give you a, <laughs> yeah, a western our update. Leatherneck so update we do a lot actually with uh western and the local colleges vanessa you know when you talk about from recruitment standpoint you know the nursing mixer we had western students come for this event and that's one of the things we really want to do just continue building those relationships especially with western spoon river college even carl Sandburg college and uh just showing their students what a great place MDH can be.
1: Yeah, and uh, also, of course, we see you at the Monmouth College, uh, the annual um, Fighting Scots tournament, the oh, uh, golf yeah. tournament, too. So great group of people. All right, thank you for being here today. I'm much obliged and for driving in that fog.
2: Oh, no worries. <laughs> Thanks for having Thanks us Vanessa. again. Yeah.
1: Patrick Osterman and Bill Murdoch with us from McDonough District Hospital on WR.